Hi, I'm Mike Palin. And I'm Mary Palin. And we'd like to welcome you to our podcast, which we call... Mondays with Mike and Mary. You know, all weekend long, Mary and I think about our most recent R-squared coaching sessions and select just for you some highlights. Yeah, either a parade of techniques or an ask the experts that we think is going to help you in your business. And these come from the smartest... Most generous. And the best trained agents in North America. Just remember, because what happens on R squared stays, stays on, on R squared, it's confidential. So, so we don't use names. Now, if you'd like to find out how R squared coaching could help you in your business, go to floydwickman.com and you'll find the most affordable and the most effective coaching program on the planet. And now, here's Mondays, Mondays with, with Mike, Mike and, and Mary. Mary. You know that old saying, uh, if you never ask, the answer is always no? No. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. Yeah, well, we just had a rate hike. And that unqualified my buyer for a house they really liked. Not by much, but by enough for them to be a little frustrated. This knowing was... They couldn't afford it. Now. Okay, okay. So here's what I did. I called the listing agent anyway. Now, this is an over $1 million property. And I said, listen, my buyer is qualified up to this price. What do you think? Is there even a possibility? And he said, well, put it on paper. I'll present it to him. We'll give him 48 hours and let's see what we see. So we met Friday, gave him 48 hours, and by Sunday we had a deal. Wow. Saved my buyer over $70,000. And it all because I decided to go ahead and call the listing agent and ask, hey, what if? Is it even a possibility? Okay. So don't hide your light under a bushel. There we go. I like it. Well, I got a quick parade of techniques. I believe it was last time you were tuned in to Mondays with Mike and Mary. We talked about Remind, R-E-M-I-N-E, which uses AI to predict which homeowner is about to sell next based on the stats. Well, there's another one. Now, I've not checked this out myself, but this was offered up as a parade of techniques this week. It's called HomeBot. The word home, you know, like house. H-O-M-E-B-O-T dot A-I. I would imagine that stands for artificial intelligence. Anyway, one of our students just signed up for this service, doesn't have a whole lot of experience yet. There's a $75 setup fee. You pay only $25 a month. There is a limited number of properties you can get the information for, but I'm sure you can pay more than $25 a month and increase the limit. But here's what her plan is. Um, she First of all, she got a, a lender to co-sponsor this, so she's not paying the whole thing herself. She has entered in all the people in her book of business, and she, they will receive an email monthly with an update on their home value and a call to action. So if that's something that can help you all, I didn't know that was out there till this week. So now you do too. Well, I heard about .com and .net and .biz and all, but I never heard of .ai. Well, Google it because I didn't, but maybe it's .ai.com or .ai.net. I don't know. Just check it out. 
Well, I haven't asked the experts if you're interested. Well, of course I'm interested. Okay, here's the here's the situation. So far this year, five of my buyer clients to whom I have shown lots of houses bought Fizbos. And I earn nothing. Hmm, I believe there might be a lesson in here for you. How do I prevent this from happening yeah. again? Yeah, well, first of all, Someone said, well, no contract is bulletproof. Did you have agency? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did have an agency agreement with them, but we're not going to enforce it. Um, that's not how I roll. Um, well, do you want to lose them completely? Because you could force them to pay you, but you'd lose them completely. So the question is, what do you do about it? And the answer is, kill them with kindness. Send them flowers. Make sure you get invited to that housewarming party. Congratulate them. Treat them just as if you had sold them the house. Buyers are future listings. As you have said many times, take the highest road with the longest view. Mm. What you also should do, though, is re-examine your CETO. Yeah. And bind them to you with a quid pro quo. In other words, I'm going to search everywhere for your next home. Including homeowners that are trying to sell it on their own. All I ask is if you see something you want to look at, you let me show it to you. Yeah. And you be really clear about that and get a promise. And then when they go incognito, meaning they stop returning your call or responding, reseto them and restate that quid pro quo that promise. Your agency presentation might not bind them to you contractually, but it does give them an idea of the due diligence you go through to help them find a house, and that can make them feel better. When you, when you kill them with kindness, they know they did something wrong. They know they cut you out of the deal, so they may at that point bend over backwards to compensate you by sending you referrals. Oh, well, yeah, and I got another one, too. Would you agree I worked hard for you? Would you agree that you and I together have looked at X number of houses? So, I'm glad you found a house, but I think I should charge you. My contract says I should charge you, and of course, I would never, like, expect you to write a check. But here's what I would like to charge you. The names and phone numbers of two people in the next 45 days that you bump into. I bet you they'd do that for you. I'm sure they would. All right, I got an Ask the Experts question. This, Thank God. This is a, a student of ours from Virginia where she has listed, she went on a listing appointment on a house that was built in 1796. Wow. Is that cool? They're getting a divorce. They want $500,000. It's an expired. They had it on the market for five hundred. dollars It didn't sell, I think. I might have that wrong. Anyway, she went to the appointment. She told them it's 439 to 449 for true value. And they said, well, thank you very much. We want to talk to other agents and get their opinions before we make a final decision. <laughs> they might not have been an expired. I probably misquoted that. Okay, so here's the random list in random order of what she was told. First of all, always have a list of updates reminding them that anything that was updated within the last three years does not go on the, oh, excuse me, Beyond three years and sooner does not go on the list. Um, ask if the property can be split into two. 
And if it can't, then use built-in price reductions. Um, here's one. Oh, you want other agents to give you an opinion of price? Then here's what I recommend we do. Let's have a realtor open house and ask all the agents to come and give you their opinion of price. I like that. You'll one. have more people telling you the price without having to sit through a two-hour interview with each of them and put them off, making you uncomfortable. Then someone piped in and said, I don't call it a realtor open house. I call it a champagne showcase. <laughs> oh, I'm instantly adopting that one. Okay, now there's a couple more. List it for 500. They're divorcing. They're going to move. Let's try 500. You can do that. We'll do an agent tour. See, anytime the seller is for sure going to sell, you better get that commission. So um, agree in the, in, the, in the listing contract that you're going to try to get them 500. And if they don't get 500, would they be willing to reduce? Show them your CSA, your comparison shopping analysis. Everyone should have an updated one of those. And remind them that if you are within 5% of market value, you will get an offer. Oh, you are at 9%. Well, I don't have any trouble finding, you know, starting out 9% higher, but we got to get within 5% soon. I thought that was pretty cool. Good advice. Now, can I throw up one more Ask the Experts question? It's kind of a cool one. Okay, but I have one little piece of Oh, advice you want to add I'd in like too? To I add love it. To sure, of course, Michael. If you've got the stamina and the guts and the constitution to work with divorcing couples, understand you're going to be a negotiator unless you get one of them to be the decision maker. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You Otherwise, you're going back and forth, and that's what they pay professionals to do in, in between two people who hate each other. Get one of them to be the decision maker and your life is going to be way easier. And and theirs will be too. Thank you. Okay. All right. My second quick Ask the Experts yes. is I just listed a condo downtown. It's so cool. It's on the first floor. Um, it's got bigger square footage than anybody else downtown. And I've got an open house this weekend. Now I'm nervous because... It's one giant room. Like, what do I do with all these people in this room and and me? Like, in a normal house, there's it's chopped up, right? There's bedrooms and you can have people wandering upstairs, downstairs. This is all going to be in one room. So here was the advice, and I'm going to rattle it off. Host a party. Change your thinking. This isn't a this isn't a bad thing. This is a great thing. I remember teaching classes, smaller classes. And if I stood still and looked down, I could hear what everyone was saying all throughout the room. <laughs> so look at this as an advantage. Um, wear an apron. Serve food. That gives you a chance to mingle and move through the room. Mingle, mingle, mingle. What if there are other downtown properties for sale and you put them all on a map and then you had next to that a place where they could sign in to take a tour on the tour bus all the other downtown properties? And of course, you could always call them individually and say, oh, there wasn't enough people to get on a bus. Why don't I just show them to you? All right. How about a QR code at check-in? Oh, that's pretty neat, huh? And then how about this? A taco cart so that they are eating and mingling and mixing and you're not doing the cooking. Um, 
And then I want to throw this wiki technique at you. You know, Floyd tells us they're not going to buy it. So let's say you have 12 couples to the open house. How many of them are going to buy that house? Maybe one? That means 11 twelfths are not. Only what's, one can. Well, true, but and maybe none of them will. So what's your number one goal at an open house? It is not to follow up, follow up, send them a bunch of stuff for the next nine months. You are not working with them if that's your plan. So your number one goal is to schedule a get-together, either to look at their home, give them some advice so they can figure out how much it's worth and what repairs they should make, or to do a sit-down and show them how much it would cost them to get into a property of their own, whether it's this one or another one. So just keep in mind, stop trying to sell the house. They ain't going to buy it anyway. A bonus Ask the Experts. Thanks, wow. Floyd. A champagne showcase and a taco cart. I know, isn't it cool? What a wealth of ideas. I know. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, <laughs> everybody.